What is happening, guys, and welcome back to Focus, a podcast where a 22-something, almost 23, as painful as that sounds, tries to tell you about his life experience and everything going on and how he can hopefully make it better. But yeah, without further ado, let's get on it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Focus, the podcast where I talk about a lot of different stuff that I have yet to decide. But anyways, today's topic is one of the best topics I can come up with today. You know, whether um, whoever I'm with, wherever we are, this is a topic that I always bring out and it's my favorite topic. Today, we're going to be talking about me. Now, why did I start this podcast? What is my goal with this podcast? Well, all those are great questions that I have yet to discover or answer. We are going to discover them together. Well, I actually know why I started this podcast, but as with a lot of things in my life, it's hard for me to put that into words. I just have a picture in my mind, and it's a beautiful picture, but that's basically what this podcast is aimed at, trying to get to that picture. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, welcome along to the journey. Discover what this podcast is all about. I don't want it to be like there are so many podcasts out there. There's one about reasons to drink because of ghost stories. There's one about having guests and just eating a meal. Well, I am a loner, so I don't have any guests. Now, that is not being said that 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 being said, I am not opposed to the idea of having guests on these podcasts. In fact, I'm pretty sure I can get a guest on the podcast. But that is not the focus. Get it? The focus. Because that's okay. That is not what this podcast is all about. This is an evolving podcast because your focus should shift as you evolve. And that's what this is all about. So go ahead and go to a survey, um, which I will probably release in the next podcast. So you can tell me a little bit about what you think this podcast is about right now and what you hope this podcast is. That will help me a lot to narrowing down the focus of this podcast, which is this is exactly what this podcast is all about, trying to find focus in a world of chaos. But yes, now back to me, my favorite. Well, actually, we have a sponsor for this episode. I know, right? It's like the first episode and I already have a sponsor. This is a sponsor in Nevada where I host the podcast. So anyone out in Las Vegas that needs furniture delivered, please contact Kevin from Kevin's Furniture Delivery. Go to his website, kevinfurnituredelivery.com. Once again, that is kevinfurnituredelivery.com for more information. Kevin is a great guy. He's been in Las Vegas Valley for more than 30 years delivering furniture, and he does amazing. He has a great staff excellent customer service, and he is ready to help you on your next move. Go to kevinfurnituredelivery.com. Anyways, guys, thanks so much to our sponsor. We really appreciate it. And and by we, I mean me, 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 me. And talking about me, let's get back to me. My life over the last few years has been very hectic, to say the least. Um, there's been many ups, many downs. Mostly downs, but we're not like focused on the downside. To tell you a little bit about 
the reason that I find myself needing to focus. I have done so many things and I have gained so much experience, which I hope to share with you all from different skills to different ideologies to pretty much I could do so much and not necessarily well, but I can do so much. And that's what I want to change. I don't want to be able to do everything and anything. I want to be able to do what I love to do and do it well and amazingly and fantastically and for the rest of my days. So, um, yes, that is basically a bit of a background there. But what exactly is my background? Well, currently I am a student at a local university and I've been going there since 2014, right after I graduated from high school. And let me just tell you, it has been a roller coaster of emotional madness and emotional wreck. I am not going to get into details right now. Maybe if you'd like, we can do that on another podcast. But I have been going to school since 2014. At that time, I decided, hey, why don't I start a business? I had a job. I worked at a phone store and it was a good job. I let me rephrase that. It was my first job. It was a terrible job. It paid minimum wage, so it was terrible. The responsibilities were huge for minimum wage. Management was crap. And so I had a job. Oh, I can talk so much about that job. So again, that would have to be a different podcast. There's just so much I can do. You know what? No, let's do it right now. My experience working at Boost Mobile. Here we go. Did he just rolled the intro music on us again? And the answer is yes, because I don't know what I'm doing. But anyways, when I used to, I wouldn't say Boost Mobile. It was a company that was an authorized dealer for Boost Mobile and other companies. So when I worked there, it was my first job. Like I said, I was still in high school. I was a senior in high school. I had, um, I was about to graduate. My senior, mm, my senior year of high school was pretty much um, almost non-existent. I maybe attended, uh, I would say, three fifths, and even that's an overstatement. Of my, mm, maybe like two fifths is what I attended. Anyways, we don't need to get into that right now. But this was my first job, and I actually loved it. Like I loved doing everything that that job required me to do, but it was so much for a 25, but I got to talk to customers, which I love for some reason, customer service and me always get along very well. 
um, I got to take payments, which I love playing with money. So um, not that money is a toy, but yes, if I have money, I'm going to spend it or something worse. Eat it. <laughs> Anyways, not like eat the money, but spend it on food and then eat the food, which bites and indirectly I'm eating the money. But anyways, which is, by the way, like the, the number one way I spend my money. Anyways, let's I'm getting sidetracked here. Come on. Remember the name of the podcast. Focus. So, yes, um, it was great because I got to experience customer service. I got to experience managing a store. I got to experience dealing with difficult management and I got to experience um, budgeting and finances. So, so much, uh, so much experience from that. It was really invaluable to me. Um, oh, and I also did cleaning. So there you go. Experience in cleaning. I worked there for a year. It was, like I said, invaluable experience. Um, for A25, though, it was definitely, definitely underpaid. But I did not know better at the time. When I worked there, I had a friend. Funny story. I thought she was a lesbian. Not necessarily. Okay, so I was working one day, and this new girl came in, and she was going to be training with me at the same time. This was like, I maybe was like four weeks into work. So I sat down, and then they were sitting down, and they were talking, and then she looked at them, the, the manager and another coworker. They were, the other coworker was also a fe- they were both They were all females. I was the only guy there. So she looked at them and she said, the manager and the coworker, she told them, by the way, um, I hope this isn't a problem, but I am a lesbian. And so they looked at each other and they were like, why would that be a problem? You, we didn't even ask you. You don't have to tell us. Anyway, so I left that day thinking the new girl is a lesbian. By the way, I never saw her again in my life but so i went to my house and then i talked to my sister-in-law she's the one that got me this job by the way so i was talking to my sister-in-law and then i told her hey um we okay we would get the schedules over email before you know like a week before so we would know when we were going to be working so we got the schedule and she was like who's this person here her name was diana and i was like oh I think she's new. Um, she's a lesbian. <laughs> and then she asked me, how do you know that? And so I explained that situation. So my sister-in-law and Diana, which is my great friend now, were scheduled to work right after the other. They were going to go to a location, and my sister-in-law was going to go after her. So she would work. Diana would be working the first shift, and then my sister-in-law would be working the second shift. So she went there thinking, oh, this girl is a lesbian. <laughs> so it, it was hilarious because she was a bit uncomfortable. She, I guess she hadn't been around many lesbians at the time. It wasn't like, I don't even know. I was still, you know, I forget. But she was super nervous. And um, so she went in and then she was kind of like looking at her this whole time. Like, oh, don't look at me. Kind of like pushing up her um, skirt or whatever. Uh, not up, down. You know, kind of hiding the boobs, I guess. I don't know. She's a little crazy like that. Um, and so we all thought that Diana was a lesbian for a while until I met her in person. And then I was like, 
you're not the lesbian. <laughs> you're a completely different person. And yeah, so that was hilarious. We all had a laugh about that. And we can look back and remember that. But <laughs> I was telling you about my experience at work. So now that you know that my sister-in-law worked there and my friend Diana worked there, who we all thought was a lesbian, we would do some shady ass shit. And not like, we were terrible employees, okay? <laughs> so we had a clock-in system. And the way it would work is very basic. We, we would get to the store. We'd open the stores. We were the only people in the store at the time. So we would get to the store. We'd open, turn on the computer, log in, and then type in our username and password, and it clocked us in. So then I discovered, hey... If I can remotely control the computer, if we leave it on all night, if we're running late, I can clock us in on time so that when we get there, we just open and act like nothing happened. <laughs> and so we did. And we did this uh, not, not many times, but we did it quite a few times. We would get to the store like 30 minutes, 20 minutes late, sometimes even 10. It was never drastic. One day, my sister-in-law called me, <laughs> and she said, I am running late. I just woke up. Can you clock me in, please? And I said, sure. Absolutely. Gladly. I was already at the store at that time. Because even though I had that power, I usually was always on time. I love being on time. We're not going to talk about that right now. But yes, I am always on time. Except for the time that I'm not on time. And then I'm like four hours late. But we don't need to talk about that. So... Okay, so I was always on time, and my sister-in-law called me, like I said. So I logged in to where I thought we had five locations. I logged in to the store that I thought she was going to be working in. This store opened an hour later than other stores. So I logged her in to a completely different store. And then I realized that I had logged her in to the wrong store, so we had to come up with this whole backstory on why she had keys to that store, how we logged her in, and how it was all a big misunderstanding, how she did not know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. We could not. We failed miserably. I called the manager. I took the blame. I told her, look, I did this. It's nothing terrible. We just do it when we're like five minutes late. We haven't done it often, blah, blah, blah. It was bad. It was really bad. This was about the time I quit because things were getting really, really bad. So we got caught for that. And that was my fault. We had done it for quite a few months, though. And it was bad. Really, really bad. So so I told the manager, we, um, you know, I apologized. I think I cried. I don't even know. Um, no, I certainly cried. And I apologized, and I was like, you know, it won't happen again, this and that. She was like, oh, I can't trust you, this and that, which, believe me, I understand 100%. But the amount of value that I provided her was incredible. So she did not tell, she hid it from corporate. She did not tell corporate. She did not um, do anything. She was just like, this is, by the way, the business, it completely failed. <laughs> no surprise there. Um so, yeah. Um, another thing we would do is these locations were all over town. <laughs> so we got like 
a 30 minute break, we would close the store down and meet each other for our lunch break. And then we would have lunch for like an hour. There were a few customers who were always angry, but I think they started getting used to it. So they would just avoid lunch hour altogether. And and we would put on the sign when we would be back, certainly outside of the 30 minutes, but we made it very clear, hey, we're not going to be here until this time. Uh, besides a few hiccups, we never really had any pushback from customers. And by the way, there were no customers. Like, it was so slow. Like I said, no surprise, it went under. But yes, yeah, so we would do that. <laughs> Diana, the girl we thought was a lesbian, she would close the store. She would get there, clock in, this and that. She'd be there for about 30 minutes, and then she would close the store. She had a cardboard box in the back room. She would close the store, close the gates, put some sign out of order, whatever. You know, she'd go to the back room, she'd lay down, and she would go to sleep. That, to me, is hilarious. How she did that almost every single day for many hours. Um... And then the rest of the time, we would just call each other and we would be on the phone all the shift. And we would just three-way or it would be just a two-way. But we would always be talking about something. Um, or if we weren't doing that, we would just be watching movies on Netflix. So, like I said, it was a great job. Definitely underpaid. But uh, that being said, I did get a lot of experience from it. Um and oh my goodness just thinking about we were so bad <laughs> i am surprised we lasted a year but it was invaluable experience i did provide a lot of um you can ask them ask anyone <laughs> my value to that company was tremendous i did so much that i did not have to do and i don't regret it i would go in on my days off to with the manager and i would help her organize stores i would help her do so many things, and I would not get paid for it. And I honestly did not mind, because like I said, no life, boring, whatever. I had nothing better to do. And this was like summer summertime, so I didn't have school or anything. So it was working out great. And then finally, the time for school came. And I enrolled for the fall semester. I had a scholarship. I had everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get personal here. And that's Okay. So I had a scholarship and I had everything and I was ready to not go because I was not ready. I told my dad, I was like, hey, look, this is a reenactment of how that happened. Father, I don't think I can go to college this year. Listen here, buddy, you have to go. I'm going to die one day and if you don't go, I'm going to die tomorrow. But father, I just I don't think I'm ready yet. Look here, you little bastard. You're going to go to college, and that's final. That's probably not how it went, but um, that is how I see it in my mind. So I, I enrolled, you know, against all my wishes, and sure enough, it was a complete... It was just bad. Um, I think I withdrew from all the classes not long after I had enrolled. Uh, I had a scholarship that I lost, and then next semester, same thing. I just withdrew. And I kept working. But next semester, I got a new job. I left the great situation. You know, this was when we got discovered. That was like before leaving. So we did all of those bad things before we got discovered. 
And then I kind of threw myself under the bus for that incident. Um, my sister-in-law had already quit and Diana was still working there. <laughs> and she got fired for her own reasons later on. But that was hilarious. So I left and um, I went to this great new place where I work at. I cannot disclose any details of this place where I work at. But it is horrible. It is just, oh my God. It stresses me out so much every single day. I've been there for three years now, three and a half now, and it's just, oh, I'm still shaken up about it every single time I think about it. Situations there are not great. They're not what I want them to be, but they're fine. And I think the reason that those situations there are so shifty is where all of these other things came from. So it was now 2015, and I started my new job in March. And it was spring semester, so I was actually taking some classes. Um, I was going to school, this and that. It was going, actually, that semester went fairly well. I finished all the classes that I was taking. And it's probably the only solid semester that I had. Um, it went well. And then by the end of that semester, it was finally summer. So summer of 2015... I realized that my job situation was terrible and I needed to get out of there. I didn't know what to do. Like I, I, I tried getting another job, but I was having a difficult time at that moment. And also at that moment, I felt very um, empowered. I felt like I could do so many things. So I decided, hey, let's start a business. And this is where the business of 2015 comes in. Um, I think I started doing, I started doing invitations. So I was like, hey, you know, I want to do an invitation business. My first invitations, by the way, were crap. Like, oh my God, I've gotten so much better. I look at that and I'm like, this is disgusting. But nowadays it is so much better. So I started an invitation business and then I was doing photography. I bought this expensive ass camera I bought all these printers, these cutter machines, everything. I went all out, man. I'm telling you, I bought so many things. I got so much debt. It was just, you know, I was going to make it work. I was like, hey, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to grow the business. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do the business. And it's cool. All of those things went to shit. I had to quit the business because I did not have time. And... Also, it was a terrible business. So I decided I would focus on work and school. So I left that business behind. Um, I, like I said, I just bought so much equipment. I put myself, the little money I had, I spent it all. Whatever money I did not have, I got loans. And not loans, but like credit cards, you know. Um, I just discovered credit. It was great. Anyway, so I had so much credit debt back then. Still do. I don't know. Well, I mean, now it's not credit debt. Now it's just student loan debt. But yeah. So fast forward to spring of 2016. I said, hey, I contacted a good friend of mine and I said, hey, let's start a business together. And she said, what do you have in mind? So I told her about all this equipment that I had. And I told her about these things that I could do. 
and I showed her all of the trade secrets and everything. And so we did. We went into business together. Now, this was the farthest I've ever gone on any business. We started so many things. Um, I was taking classes at the moment, but I was going part-time. So I think I did finish one class, or maybe not. I probably dropped it. I can't remember. But I was focused on the business mostly. That was my priority. So work was work. I'm not going to lie about that. Situations at work only got worse. And it's it's slightly, it's been getting better over the last couple of months. But at times I find it very difficult. And at times I find it very enjoyable. Who knows? So, my friend and I, um, we started this business, and it went surprisingly well. We got an office location, we moved in, we moved offices within that location a couple of times, and we were just having a great time. I was going to, I was going to work, getting out of work, and going to work. I was taking only an online class, which I think I did drop, yeah, I dropped for sure. So I was going to work, coming to work, and then going home to sleep, going back to work, going to work, coming home to sleep, back to work, then to work, coming home, going to sleep. You get the deal, right? There was no stop. On weekends, it was waking up, going to work, coming home to sleep, waking up, go to work, come home to sleep, because I was working around the clock. So we did some amazing things. We had good client base. By the way, these clients, they still call me from time to time. Because I gave them all my cell phone. So from time to time, they'll call me and they'll be like, hey, Juan, do you still do this? I'm looking for this, this and that. And if I have time, I'll do it for them. If I don't, I tell them, look, I'm sorry. I don't longer do this. And then, you know, whatever. But that's been good. That's been nice. It's been like a nice extra 20 bucks here and there. It's helped my budget. We went into this business together. Things were working out great. Until they weren't. Things, I don't, you know, it's still like, you know how sometimes we tend to put up emotional walls or barriers so that we don't remind ourselves of the horrible things that happened in our past? That is exactly what happened with this business. Things went sour pretty fast. Um, We did our best to stay afloat. We were not making a profit, but we were breaking even, which was a huge deal because our overhead was so big. But we were breaking even. We would make enough to pay for everything because we were broke. Like, we had no money. We had no way of paying everything unless we did a good job. And we had a couple of big high clients, like wedding clients, that they would pay so much money, which kept us afloat. It was great. Um, I was not proud of our production. Um, I remember going one day and we had a wedding client and he wanted certain invitations done and they were going to have like foiling and all these fancy embellishments. I remember going one day to the office. My business partner had suggested that her friends, not her friends, her brothers aided us in this process. And, and I agreed. I was like, okay, fine. I mean, if they're it's summer break, if they have nothing to do, they want to help out. By all means, go ahead. They were terrible. Like, not the brothers. They're great people. But the work was terrible. The foiling was not done right. Like, he was just... It looked brushed. It did not look perfect. I was very disappointed. <laughs> and that's when things went very downhill very quickly. 
after discovering this, I realized I could not. <laughs> I, there's no way we could fix that in time. We didn't have the money. We didn't have the time. We didn't have the resources. It was just not going to happen. So as terrible as I felt, that's how I left things. Um, there were a couple of tenants in the building that we'd made friends with. And for some reason, we decided it would be a good idea to come together and create a marketing firm. No, I went into this business because I loved invitations. I did not love or have any experience or any passion for marketing, but I do have a passion for business management. I was ready to put my money in where my mouth was, and I was ready to quit my job and start working in that business full time. <laughs> Thankfully, we signed a freaking contract. Like We came so close to doing it, but I am so glad we were all able to back out. We made a whole new contract that said, hey, whatever we did before, it's completely null and invalid. There was a non-disclosure agreement that we signed because one of the persons requested it because they were so scared we were going to steal their clients. Which, by the way, like we didn't even know who it was. So calm down. So yes, things were very toxic very quickly. I was, okay, at this time... Something was happening in my head and around my ears. And it was just so stressful. It was freaking me out. I didn't know what it was. I know now it was psoriasis. But back then, I didn't know what it was. So that added to my level of stress. Um, and, and then the work and the work, I was so stressed out. Like, And then the products we were outputting were terrible, 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 terrible. And then we were going into this whole new marketing thing, and I was going insane. So, at a meeting, I lost it. I did this the wrong way. I shouldn't have done what I did. But into that meeting, I took with me everything that we had for our business. And I said, look, this is what you have done for the business. This is what I have done for the business. Why? And this was for the new business we were creating. I was like, why should you get a bigger share of everything not bigger, because we were all going to get an equal share. And after talking to my friends, my family, we all agreed I should have gotten a bigger share. And yes, I am narcissistic AF, but this was their idea, not my own. I was fine getting, you know, a quarter of the shares, but we agreed. Okay, I would go to the next meeting, present why I should get a bigger share. Oh my goodness, did I burn so many bridges. I basically told everyone you're not bringing any value to this. Why should you get a bigger share? <laughs> and things went sour real bad. My partner and I, we decided um, after that meeting, we met privately in our office. And I told her, look, um, I feel the same way I felt at that meeting. I no longer want to proceed with this partnership. And I certainly do not want to proceed after that, before this meeting, we had already met to dissolve the new agreement. And then I met with her to dissolve our current non-existing agreement. Because we went into business together. We did not discuss anything. We, we agreed on 50-50 verbally. That was that. So I told her. Um, I gave her an ultimatum. I told her I would be willing to pay 50% of all closing expenses to shut down the business immediately or I would give her my 50% of the business 
I will cut off all responsibility, all liability from the business to myself. It would be 100% her responsibility, 100% her liability, and I would walk clean. So she did not want to shut down the business. She went with the first option. She agreed. I'm sorry, the second option. Okay, I'm kind of getting things mixed here. I only gave her one option. I was like, hey, I'm no longer going to be in this business. We need to shut it down. I will pay. I calculated everything. I had already all the paperwork ready to go. She needed to sign it. I needed to sign it. We would pay the fees. The business would be dissolved in its entirety. It would never exist and everything would be back to normal. She did not want to do that. She told me. She wanted to buy 50%. Well, she wanted to buy my half. <laughs> and I laughed. I told her, keep it. You can have my half. But from this day forward, I no longer hold any responsibility with this business. I no longer hold any liability with this business. And we agreed on that. We shut down the business. And that was that. I think the business is technically still running right now. But it is 100% a money black hole it is just eating up money and i feel terrible i feel terrible about that there's no profits coming in it's just eating up money and it's i feel like it's partly my fault but you know what talking about this right now i realize it's certainly not my fault i agreed to cover half of all expenses to shut down the business that offer was not um accepted i did what i could i accepted her counter offer so, that being said, that was the other business that I did. <laughs> we left that business. Thankfully, our hands were clean. And I went. I did spend a lot of money, though. So much money. I spent so much money. Maybe got a little more debt. We don't need to talk about that right now. So, we went back to work. And I went back to work and focusing on school. But then I did something. Like I said, my situation at work was getting... Worse and worse and worse. And it has gotten worse and worse and worse. So I wanted to leave desperately. So I decided, before that though, I decided I was going to take off a semester from school. And I was going to focus on my health and work. I had all these visions. I was like, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm just going to be going to work. And I'm going to go to the gym. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. But the situation at work just got so much worse. And so much worse. Oh, so worse. OMG. So many, so many things I cannot disclose because for some reason, I feel like they're listening to this. And if you are, oh, just fire me, please, please fire me. Oh my God. You'd be doing me such a great favor. But anyways, so the situation at work got worse and I was taking a semester off from school and I was going to focus on my health. Well, that's not happened because I decided, hey, I am going to start the same exact business that I was in a partnership with all on my own. Being myself, I believed I could do everything on my own. So I did. I began my new business called Moreno's Workshop. And oh my goodness, oh my goodness. That was not a terrible idea because I was able to pull some money here and there, which helped me out. That business was going fine. And then I decided, oh, what if I just focus on the invitations? What if I can create, because I was looking at all, all these memberships, like Dollar Shape Club 
and all these memberships where you just pay monthly and you get a service. I was thinking of a way to do something like that with invitations, but obviously like it can't be done or I haven't found out any way to do that. So I decided I was going to make a very simple website where you could buy a bundle of invitations or you can buy single invitations and it would just be the exact same type of invitation, just a printed out five by seven card, you go online, you find what you like, give me your information, you pay for the cards, I make them, I ship them to you. So I spent so much time on that website. I spent so much time, (laughs) this is great. I went out and I posted an ad for a graphic designer. And I was like, yo, this would be commission-based. I would be able to pay you a little bit per every design, but whatever design of yours sells, you will get a commission for it. And I got this artist in Tokyo. And we were like talking back and forth. And then I got another one in Hong Kong and we were talking back and forth. And it's just, it almost became a thing. Uh, And then I decided I was going to go back to school because I was excited. But so then I had work and school and work or my business. And it just, no, again, not working. So I shut that down and I shut down Moreno's workshop. And then I decided, hey, what if I just get a full-time job? And fast forward to the beginning of this year. All of those businesses I failed. School and I, oh, very iffy. Um, Because, okay, I did not make it very clear, but I was in business with my partner for about a year. So that took us from, and it was like mid-2015. So that took us to mid-2016. And then I did like Moreno's Workshop, my own business. And then I did that business. And then I just focused on work. And that brought us to 2017, about halfway and then I did nothing but just work. And I actually went back to school in 2017. So that was great. And I did a couple more classes. I got those done. Oh, my goodness. I met this great person. I don't know what happened. We stopped talking. Anyways, whatever. So we're in 2017 now. And it is almost the end of the year. I finally became a citizen. Because my permanent residence card had expired at the beginning of 2017, I waited, well, like at the end of 2016, my permanent residence card had expired. I could not get a job until uh, that was resolved. So I got a letter that in October of 2017, I could go and do um, the interview. I did that. All of that went through perfectly, beautifully. And by January, I could start. I I, I was officially a citizen. When was it? I don't remember. I posted on my Instagram. Anyways, let me look. Okay, yes. So by January 12th, I became a citizen and it was the best thing ever. I could now once again. So I had I had no way of proving I was. Uh, I mean, I could prove it, but works. They would require a green card. I couldn't give them my green card because it was expired. That was for about a year and a half while I transmitted to become a U.S. citizen. So finally, I became a citizen and I decided I was going to quit my job and I was going to go and find a different job. So I did so many interviews. It was like months of interviews. The first interviews went terribly. Towards the end, they were amazing. I lined up three jobs. I was ready to go. I took the first one because it was for a call center. Uh, I know it sounds terrible, but not like any call center. It was for an insurance company. 
I was going to be on their call center, not dealing with like calls, but I would be placing calls and creating schedules and something like that. I was going to be an outbound coordinator. So that's much easier than an inbound coordinator because I would not be like, thank you for calling Juan Moreno. Um, how can we help you? I would be like, hi, I'm calling because we have a service coming to your house tomorrow. And we just wanted to confirm some stuff like that. Or I would be calling the service people. Hey, today you have X, Y, and Z. Hey, did you finish X? Great. Now you have Z. Whatever. I was going to do that. Um, I interviewed and there was these all this talk about moving up in position, this and that, this and that, blah, blah, blah. It was great. I was like, yes, 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 yes. I'll take it. I'll take the job. I accepted. They sent me over a contract. I just had to read it and sign my name. And the job was mine. So before I signed my name, I went to my employer. And I said, hey, um, I lied. I said, I love working here, but my financial, which it had, my financial situation has changed. This and that, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Now I need a full-time job, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to lose my benefits soon, which I am because I'm going to be 23. And by when the time I'm 24, the benefits I have with my dad are gone. And I need health insurance. Um, so I said, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And they said, give me some time. Don't accept the job offer yet. Give me some time. We'll come back to you. So I gave them time. Oh, it was the worst, worst, worst time of my life. It took them a week and a half to get back to me. And I was like, yo, what do I do? Uh, but the very next day, she met with me and she said, we need more time. Declined the job offer, but we need more time. So I declined. That's what I did. I went to the people that were going to hire me, and I was like, hey, so bye, Felicia. And I dropped that job. At that time, I got two more phone calls from other companies that were even a better job. And I said, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, I have already accepted with another company. And I let those go. Two weeks passed, no, 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 a week and a half passed, and the manager and the owner of the company met with me. They um, agreed to match the pay, and they gave me benefits, and they gave me full-time. That was that. I was a part-time worker. I don't know if I ever said that. So that was that. I said, thank you. I accepted those conditions, and I went back to work. Oh, boy. It is gotten way worse way worse than it was before and now i'm there full time i am so happy for me right now so that happened and and oh boy i almost lost my mind so at that point in time i decided i need help i need a lot of help life is not going to be where i want it to be in a couple of years with these new conditions i cannot go back to my employer and say hey Thank you, but I hate this job, and I lied to you. I know I told you I love it, but I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So I'm going to have to quit. So I panicked. I panicked so much. I was panicking so much, and I decided I was going to start a business to get out of that job. Oh, boy. I've been there before. Oh, boy, I have. Why was it going to be different? I don't know. I don't know. I just told myself it was going to be way different. So I did. I created a company called, <laughs> hear me out, okay, this is this year. Created a company called Colors. Now, Colors started out as, 
an eBay company. So I was selling things on eBay and I was selling things on Amazon. I went to this company, terrible company, by the way. It's called Bulk.com. Do not go there. Terrible company. They sell you crap. And it is just crap, 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 crap. For so much money, so much crap. I bought two pallets from them. I bought two pallets. Oh, bad decision, bad decision, bad decision. After watching YouTube videos of unboxings, this and that, they look great. I was like, oh, yeah, this looks amazing. I could do this. I buy the box. I sell it online. I get money. Bam. I'm happy. I get so much money. I buy more boxes. I start sourcing this and that. Bam, bam, bam. I quit my job. Nope, 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 nope. Those boxes were crap. I sold some stuff from it, but then I was like, this is not working out. So I went to a different liquidation website, liquidation.com, which is a little bit better, but it's so competitive. And I bought a pallet from Close, Returned Goods. And I got it and I opened it. Oh my God, it was all crap. It's just, I did not have the time. I went back to school, okay? Let's leave it there. Did not have the time to sort through all of that. And did I go back to school in January of 20? I don't remember. I think I did, but then I dropped the classes. Anyways, that is beyond the point. You see what I'm getting at here? I have made school not a priority. I have made my businesses a priority to get out of work. And that is a problem. So I decided to do this liquidation thing and sell things on Amazon and eBay. Let me get some water. <laughs> that did not work. That was crap. And then I was like, okay, well, I have this name, Colors. And I loved it. I loved it so much. I decided I'm going to take this name and I'm going to start a clothing brand with it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. It just, my mouth just turned sour. <laughs> so I got my notebook I started sketching out clothes and this and that and logos, and I did so much research. I had a company ready to produce my designs. I was all ready to go. I had a website. I could put my products in. The only thing was getting it out there and selling it. Oh, boy. I quickly dropped that immediately. I was like, nope, 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 nope. I am not, I have never, ever, ever liked clothing that much to start a clothing company i buy my shirts at walmart and i use them until they're crap and then i go back to walmart and i buy more shirts so why the hell was i going to start a clothing company i don't know i do not know what was going on i think oh, it's just bad so at that point i was like okay i need help so i decided to start seeking professional and I recommend everyone to do the same. Like, if you feel like you need it, just do it. Um, so I went to betterhelp.com and I signed up, this and that. Started talking to this person and it was great. Everything was going amazing. I was starting to put things into perspective. I started to recognize this behavior and I started to realize that work was the reason for this behavior. I learned that about myself. And then I still could not let go of the fact, even after I learned this, I could not let go of the fact that I needed to get out of that job. One of my coworkers, who I loved dearly, decided to quit for the exact same reasons that I wanted to quit. She left, which sent me into a panic. I panicked so much, I decided to start another business of the exact same business I had a partnership with, but again, all by myself, 
But this time, I was going to ask for help. So I did. I um, I asked my family and friends to help me, whatever. I created a company called jmbprints.com. That company is still alive. That company is not active. That company is going to die. And here is why. I don't care for that company. I, I know I did, but I don't anymore. Because I realized that is not my focus. My focus right now... It's my health, my school, my finances, and this podcast. Yes, since the last episode, it has moved down one, but that does not mean it is not in focus. If I can get my health to be where I want it to be, and these are things I can start putting drops in the buckets at the same time. So if I can get my health a little bit better, if I can get my um, schooling in a little bit more than I have, And if I can get my finances in check, then who knows what will happen. So that being said, here we are today, the Focus Podcast. And I look forward to discussing all of these great things that I'm focusing on with all of you later. Now you know why I started this podcast. Now you know who I am. Now you know how crazy I am. Now you know how much little focus I have. And I hope. You've learned something today. Um, If you didn't, I can tell you something. You just finished watching the very first episode of Focus, the podcast. Or Focus Podcast, whatever. 